a warning against idolatry. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is speaking to a first century audience, but his message is just as relevant for us today. If we're going to follow our King in the ways of his kingdom, we must take Jesus' words to heart. Jesus was keenly aware of a pitfall that would trip up many of his apprentices. What is this pitfall? The idolatry of wealth and possessions. No matter if we have much or have little, our hearts can be dangerously attached to money. If we're not aware of the powerful influence this idol can have in our lives, we will likely fall prey to it. In today's passage, Jesus shares three brief metaphors that all make the same point. If his apprentices are going to follow him in the ways of his kingdom, they must disentangle themselves from the idolatry of wealth and possessions. Matthew 6, 19-24 Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Three metaphors about money. Let's examine Jesus' warning about wealth and possessions by taking a closer look at each of his metaphors. The first metaphor involves storing up treasures. The word treasure in the original language of the New Testament does not simply mean possessions, but the accumulation of possessions as a focus of joy. Jesus wants us to examine what kind of treasure we are chasing after. It can be so easy to be filled with the desires for treasures on earth. New shoes, a bigger house, another book, a nicer car, etc. We all know that these things are temporary. At some point, every treasure on earth will no longer satisfy. And yet so often, we continue to mindlessly chase after them. Instead, Jesus encourages us to chase after treasure that will last forever. And this heavenly treasure isn't something we have to wait for until after we die. Author Sky Jatani explains, There is nothing in this portion of the Sermon on the Mount about a reward awaiting us after death, or about delaying one's gratification until Christ returns. These are ideas we've projected onto the text. They're not in the text itself. He is talking about a treasure that is accessible to us right now, and this treasure is the presence of God in our lives. Jesus' point is that having the treasure of God is far more valuable in this life than any treasure the world may offer. Sky Jatani, what if Jesus was serious? We give our hearts to the things we chase, 
And Jesus wants his apprentices to chase the treasure that matters. The second metaphor is about eyesight. At first, this metaphor can seem disjointed from the other two. However, a closer examination of the language reveals the connection. The words for healthy and unhealthy in the original language of the New Testament are words that were often used for generous and stingy. If we substitute those meanings in the text, we'd hear Jesus say, If your eyes are generous, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are stingy, your whole body will be full of darkness. In the ancient world, it was thought that sight was a process by which light passed out of the body through the eyes. Jesus doesn't correct this scientific misunderstanding. Instead, he uses it to make his point. How we handle wealth and possessions is a reflection of what's going on inside of us. If we're filled with light, generosity will flow out of us. If we are filled with darkness, we will hold on to what we have for ourselves and be stingy. The third metaphor challenges us to recognize which master we are serving. When God gave the Ten Commandments to the people of Israel, the first was this, You shall have no other gods before me. Exodus 20, 30. In his sermon, Jesus reminds his apprentices that this truth still stands. We can't continue to idolize money and follow Jesus. We have to choose who will be our God. Every person who wants to follow Jesus in the ways of his kingdom must wrestle with his teachings about wealth and possession. As theologian Scott McKnight says, If the kingdom vision of Jesus doesn't reshape our approach to possessions— then we are not living out the kingdom vision. Scott McKnight, The Story of God, Bible Commentary, Sermon on the Mount. Apprentices of Jesus must disentangle themselves from the idolatry of wealth and possessions. Reflection questions. In what ways do you struggle with the power of money? What steps could you take to disentangle yourself from the idolatry of wealth and possessions? Possessions. 